Good morning, Bokertel. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. We uh, continue our study of Mesil Sasharim to try to inspire ourselves to be better and better versions of ourselves. I want to thank our generous anonymous sponsor, Lezecha Nishmas Alta Shlomo Ben Pinchas. As always, help yourself to some coffee and donuts, particularly as you get ready for the fast. Amir Tashem Mashiach will come today Amen. and we'll be in Yerushalayim. No need to fast. We'll have coffee and donuts there together. Oh, shkayach. We are on the 23rd chapter of Mesil Sasharim. The Ramchal has been talking to us about humility, a core and key attribute, one of the hardest ones to attain. To have false humility, a fake fraudulent humility, that's easy. But a genuine, authentic humility, not to think less of ourselves, but to think of ourselves less often, to realize the gifts and the opportunities and the blessings that Hashem has given us, but the responsibility that comes with it to repair and improve the world around us. And the key word that Ramchal has been using over and over again in this parak, kishi yizbonein, alakol yizbonein, that the only way that we can try to make headway, the only way we can grow in the quality of humility is to be contemplative, is to be thoughtful, is to be mindful. When you simply live life and you engage the day with every accomplishment and achievement, with every skill and talent that we show, we swell with pride. With every pleasure of the world that we enjoy, we become more prideful, more arrogant, more envious, more angry, more anxious. The only way that we can hopefully maintain our humility, our perspective, our context of what matters and what our priorities are and who we are and why we're here, the key, the core to do so, a person has to be a mizbonein. The truth is, we just read this in the Haftorah, in the Gimel de Puranusa, in the three weeks that lead up to Tishabav. Ami lo yizbonan, the Navi bemoans, my nation, my people, they're not contemplative, they're not thoughtful, they're not mindful, they're impulsive. They act based on their instinct, their impulse, their desire. They're impetuous people. And when you're impetuous and impulsive, when your ego dictates what you do, then you get angry, you have tension, you have machlokas, you have sineschinam. When you act impulsively, then you can't conquer yourself, you can't regulate yourself, and you can't be the best version of yourself. Amilo Yisponan, my people, they're not thoughtful, they're not mindful, they're not contemplative. So Ramchal says, if you want to be humble, if you want to grow in humility, Kishi Yisbonain, 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 and Yira Tomid Me'asakana Azos, he calls arrogance a great sakana. It's an enormous danger. It's a tremendous threat. It stands to undermine relationships, business aspiration and ambition, physical, mental, spiritual health, person whose ego dictates their way. It's an enormous sakana. It's an enormous danger. Mafsideh Amida Azos continues the Ramchal. The factors that lead to the loss of this virtue, what are the things that block us from living with anivus, with humility? It's when a person is focused on riboy. What's riboy? Overindulgence. Excessive, excessive extravagance regarding tovo sa'olamazeh. If all anyone cares about is the expensive watch or the nicer clothing or having a steak in the most expensive restaurant. All they care about are the externals and the superficial rather than the panemius of this world then a person is going to swell with arrogance. Because the Pasuk tells us, we'll read it soon, you're going to eat when you're satiated, when you're full, when you're satisfied, then your ego swells in addition to your belly. And then your heart is going to feel exalted and high. You're going to think you're better than, you're superior to. You're going to think life is all about your ego, what makes you happy. 
Now what's interesting is the Ramchal here expands out. The Mashkiach Rav Dan Segel in his commentary of Mesir Sasharim points out that the Pasuk is speaking about the pleasures of food. Pentochal v'savata. If you eat in a hedonistic way, if you eat in a gluttonous way, if you eat until you're stuffed and you have no boundaries, then such a person, if you eat in such a way, then ram levavacha. You're going to swell with arrogance. But the Ramchal says not only that. For this reason, the pious Hasidim find it beneficial to so sometimes be mistapek Yes, you could have more, be satisfied with less. You could have a second helping. You could get the more expensive version. You could replace your wardrobe. You could level up. You could get the newer version, but don't. Why? Even though you can afford it, even though you could, but to prove to ourselves that we can live with less, we don't have to have the best. We don't have to have the most. We don't have to have the upgrade. We don't have to have the newest version. Laman hashpil Because we're trying to break and crush this instinct of arrogance. So our generation, as Amchal was writing about this 300 years ago in Padua, Italy, think about our generation. The consumerism, the materialism, more and more and more and better and better and bigger and bigger. That focus, that emphasis, that competitiveness, always for riboy. More and more and more and more. Do we ever look and say, Dayenu, die. It's enough. What I have is enough. I'm satisfied. I'm happy. This is all I need. If a person always needs more, if we are consumed by a consumer mentality, if we are buying into this attitude that my happiness is defined by what I have. I need more. I need more. I deserve more. I need more. I'm worthy of more. I'll work harder for more. I'm prideful that I was able to achieve and accumulate more. Then our arrogance will swell. It says that Ramchal, the only antidote is to say, I don't always need riboy. Riboy, riboy, riboy leads to Ram Levavecha. Instead, Kenyan Shamr Zachon Levracha, the Gemara Brachos, Ein Ari Noe Mitoch Kupa Shal Teven, Mitoch Kupa Shal Basar. A lion does not roar over a basket of straw, but over a basket of meat. And we think we too deserve and we want always the best. But really the most primary factor, the number one cause of the loss of humility, is the number one cause of lacking humility is foolishness. Foolishness. A lack of real knowledge. You know who's arrogant? Smartest are not arrogant. The most virtuous and pious are not arrogant. The more you know, the smarter you are. And the more you know, you don't know. And the more foolish, the more ignorant you are, the more you think that you know, the more prideful you are. The smarter and the most knowledgeable, they realize not what they know. More importantly, they know how much they don't know. And when you know how much you don't know, then you remain humble. But when you think you have all the answers and you think you know everything, then it's hard not to become arrogant. But Rabbi Sayyidina Zechron Levracha, Amr the Gemara Kedushin, Simen Legasas Aruach, Aniyas HaTorah. If you want to know someone's arrogant, if they're ignorant in Torah. And again, this is a machla, this is an absolute pandemic of our generation. We are blessed with technology. And I right now am embracing some, are watching online, live or later. Technology is a gift that we have, but technology is also a challenge. Because the more that we have at our fingertips, we think all I have to do is search Google and ChatGBT and all the technologies available, I know everything. So if I have a halacha question, 
I can scour the internet till I find an answer that satisfies me. It's smarter than any rabbi. I've got a computer that can terabytes of information in milliseconds. So if I can access that and I know how to use that, then I'm smarter. And that the truth is, as a famous article in the Atlantic years ago, the internet's making us stupid, not smart. Because it's giving us the illusion of being smart, but really it's making us more foolish, stupider, and more arrogant. So you see, we have a generation that Maybe this is what the Gemara tells us, before Mashiach comes, chutzpah will proliferate because the chutzpah is enormous. The chutzpah people have to weigh in and have opinions and think they're an authority on things they know little or nothing about, all because they can Google it. So whether it's challenging your doctor because you have WebMD, or challenging your rabbi because you have Barilan, or challenging whatever it is because you think you can search it, that illusion that we have more knowledge is really a reflection of our ignorance and it's making people swell with arrogance. And therefore, young people have no respect for older. It used to be that young people respected those who lived longer. Why? The longer you lived, the more you knew, the more experience you had. Today, young people think the older you are, not the longer you lived and the smarter you are, the less, the more you need your grandchild's help to get on the internet. So really the grandchild is smarter than you. The grandchild at their fingertips in their pocket knows everything there is to know, so they're smarter than you. Why should I respect my teacher, who I need to help set up the video they want to show us about Tisha B'Av? Why do I need to respect my grandparents, who need my help just to send one text message? I know more than them because I have more access to more information than they. But it's a mistake, because simen deloyada klum, shibuche, v'amro'od istra belegnana kish kish karya, the Gemara Bab Metziah, that tells us an indication of a person's ignorance is self-praise. When you think you know all that, when you think you have access to all that knowledge, all you're doing is reflecting, expressing, all you're doing is showing your ignorance. The measure says, the fruitless trees were asked, why are your voices heard? Moshe Rabbeinu, whose last name is Rabbeinu, we give him the title Appalachian Rabbeinu in perpetuity. Moshe is our greatest teacher forever, and yet he excelled in Anivas. He knew more Torah. He was the authority, the transmitter of Torah. Torah's Moshe, we call it, and yet he had the greatest humility because he knew with all that he knew how much he didn't know. And so the greatest obstacle to living with humility is, is foolishness, is ignorance. Instead, a person should be humbled by knowing what we know, more importantly, what we don't know. Until next time. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. We resume the last week of August. We're going on break after today. Wishing everyone a meaningful Tisha B'Av.